everyone and welcome to another episode of No Boundaries. It's your girl Aisha checking in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, It's been a minute y'all so I don't know I just kind of lost my mojo um, and uh, I just didn't want to do anything and I didn't write, I didn't record, I didn't do anything and um, I was just like you know Lord, I got to get my fire back. And um, so here we are in in news slash public service announcement, whatever you want to call it. It happens to everybody. It's not just a writer's block thing. It's just one day you wake up and you just like, you know what? That level of discipline that you develop to, um, to do a thing doesn't exist. And it's like, man, what do I do with that? So, you know, I just kind of spoke to God. I'm just like, I don't want to do it. I don't feel like doing it. I was like, I don't know why. And, you know, I had come to the conclusion that um, when chaos occurs or a series of unfortunate events occur and, you know, you experience loss and things like that, um, for some absurd reason, it's like I thrive on the helping of others because it, it it's like a distraction for me to not have to deal with whatever I'm I'm thinking or feeling about like you know I'll give you an example like the loss of my brother so in helping doing all the 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 things uh with family and and, and business and stuff like that it provided an outlet for me to escape you know escape what I was feeling and what I was thinking about losing him and what was happening throughout this entire journey and it allowed me to pour those feelings into another situation and help other people do different things and um it was like once those assignments were over once no one needed me to put out any more fires no one needed advice no one needed help no one needed anything from me and the phone stopped ringing and the text messages stopped coming it's like I began to sit in my thoughts and so um it was one of those things to where um I uh I came home one day from work and um I saw a um I, I was doing something and I turned around and it was like boom the obituary was like staring me in my face and it stopped me dead in my tracks and I just began to sob and kind of weep and just laid across my bed like, okay, Lord, I understand that he's gone. I understand that he's no longer suffering, but now I feel like I'm suffering from the loss and it's just all coming at once and I don't want to do anything. I don't feel depressed, but I just don't feel that fire. And once I, you know, once this passes, you know, maybe I'll get it back. So this is the re-up, y'all. This is me coming back, you know, um coming back with the fire so that's what your girl was experiencing so now that we've got that whole spiel out the way let's get to it so today I want to talk about collateral damage now I know um it's not something that we hear you know used a lot lately you know um but it was the best thing that I could come up with to um sort of kind of eloquently describe the situation that I'm about to go into because like I said content is life and life is content right so 
um, it, it's like, it, it's the best way I could describe the situation that has been occurring behind the scenes in my, my personal life. So, um, for me, I was just kind of like, um, dealing with this situation to where, I had like a um a situation where there was like beef within my family, you know. Like um I felt like um the the word collateral damage would be the best to describe it like I was saying. So, um long story short, uh, for those of you who, you know, ain't up on game, collateral damage is when um you're an injured party but you weren't the target. So for me in this situation, I just happened to literally just answer my phone and listen to someone else pour out their imaginary feelings about a situation. And um, I just, um, I didn't even say anything negative. I just was just listening to this person talk and I'm just like, okay, okay, um, well, and they're just like, well, you know, you do the math and you count. And and I'm just like, okay, well, if you take this and blah, blah, blah. So before you know it, that whole situation had festered into you a whole bunch of you say, I say mess that I never said, right? And I'm just like, why are we doing this? Like, you know, and then it, it, trans, it, it transitioned to an even bigger problem because now it's like this, this individual had uh, other people feeling like I was talking about them and, and saying things and would, I never said anything. All I did was literally, like, guys, literally, all I did was answer my phone, said hello, listen to them talk about their trip and being home and different things, and then the story just took on a life of its own and it's like instead of people you know owning up to their ish and saying what they said and did they like to place the blame on other people so I was just like um so I got a a a funky text message like somebody was trying to check me or whatever and I was just like (laughs) okay time out I'm just like let's just let's not do the text message let's have a conversation And so after having this conversation, I told this individual, I said, so what I want you to understand is I want you to understand why I'm hurt. I understand you're hurting because this individual stabbed you in the back and said whatever. But I want you to understand in this situation why I'm hurt, because you know my character, you know me. So for an inkling of a second for you to think that I was capable, that like that pierced my soul. Like that pierced like all four chambers of my heart and I felt some type of way. And, you know, I let it be known. And it's just like, and it was like we were both bamboozled by the same person. And and what gets gets me is it be your own family or, you know, like my kids say, be your own man to be your own people. Right. So in this situation, it was, um, uh, you know, just you say, I say. And then it was just like, you slandering my name now. you just saying like, you know, the most ridiculous things like, oh, I don't have relationships with my children. I'm trying to destroy your relationship with your children, with your child. And, and just a bunch of negativity and chaos. And it was just like, um, I was just like, I, I just can't, I can't do it. And, and what, what I, 
I don't like about the collateral damage is that the person that is going around verbally assassinating people is a broken individual. They're broken. They're hurt. You can empathize with that, but it's like, I cannot, I will not, I shall not enable you from being the best, strongest, greatest version of yourself. So I'm not going to ride with you on your bullish. I'm not, I'm going to call you on the carpet. You can either confirm or deny. And it's up to you to take ownership and, and be better. Nobody is perfect. And I totally understand that. But it's like you have to be a, a progressing person. You can't sit and wallow in this woe is me and screw up your own life. It's like I did a podcast and I was talking about casualties of war and self-inflicted wounds. And I've talked about this many a times, right? So I've talked about casualties of war are things where people, other people do things that you had no no uh, dealings with or no participation in, and you are bearing the fallout from that situation. And it and, and it hurts you. Also, you know, self-inflicted wounds, are that's self-explanatory. You know, people shooting themselves in the foot. So this individual is just like constantly like, like what does Scarface say? I'm reloading. Yeah, she is constantly reloading, shooting herself in the foot. Don't want to do anything with the life. And it's just like, I blame you. I blame you. I blame you. And I blame him and her. But I don't take any ownership for the fact that I suck because I don't view myself the correctly. It's like you need to you need to check your lens. You need to really dig deep with that because I'm just like, you know, I pray for my family in spite of foolishness. And I was just like, you know, OK, Lord, you know, there needs to be reconciliation and restoration. Help reconcile us back to you so we can know our true selves, reconcile us back to ourselves and then reconcile us as a family back to each other, because that's how you ordain things. That's what love is. And I'm just like, I can forgive. Forgiveness is not the problem. It's that I that I won't forget what you're capable of. So now there's a guard. It's like I'm not going to allow you to constantly assassinate my character and mistreat me. I don't have a million cheats to turn. Well, I am a rendition of who God has left here in this earth to be the light. I am not a physical punching bag. I am not a verbal or financial punching bag. I am not the person that I'm going to be used for targeting target practice because you are unhappy with yourself and so I was just like okay Lord I, I need help with this I was like I, I I forgive I forgive I forgive I forgive I'm just like but how many times are you gonna steal from me how many times are you gonna assassinate my character I mean and it's just like so many different things it's like you've done so many I mean you've done some vile foul foul really foul things in life and it's just like it's stealing is the, the bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you stealing and you conniving and you, and you, you don't take care of your children and you sleeping with your family members, man, it's like, you cannot expect to reap anything good. But in spite of who you have been, in spite of who you are, people still come to your rescue. People still try to love on you, but you just, you just don't accept it. It kind of just like, you know, takes me back to, um, in the Bible where, uh, I think it was, I want to say it was Joshua. Um, 
were anyway, they were going to the land of milk and honey, right? And so I'm um, give y'all a little, little Sunday school Bible study lesson. They were going to the land of milk and honey. So they went to go send some spies to peep out the land or whatever. And it's like when they came back and gave the report, some of them said, oh, you know, they look bigger than us. And, you know, it's so much going on over there. Like, you know, we just look like small and insignificant. That's how they viewed themselves. Whereas the other people in the group were just like, we can take them. We can take over the city. We can do this. We got this. So in this situation with this collateral damage, this individual is the person that views herself as small, insignificant, or that, you know, she always thinks that other people believe that they're better than her or that they're treating her some type of way. And it's just like, and then on the other hand, there's this sense of entitlement, like, you know, I, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. No, 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 boo-boo. That's not what we're supposed to do. I'm not going to enable nobody from being an adult, a grown, a bona fide grown individual who is healthy and capable of taking care of themselves. I'm not going to enable you from doing such things. Everybody needs a hand up sometimes, but no, I'm not here to be your safety net. I'm not here to rescue you. It's about ministering, it's about uplifting, it's about encouraging, but it's not ever about taking the authority from you that God has given you to be the best version of yourself and be a replica of him in this world in some way, shape, or form. Absolutely not. I will not. I can't do it. I tell my children that all the time, too, that I'm not going to enable you. Uh, I don't owe anybody but Jesus. That's it. And so... um it, it it really had bothered me about that situation. And I'm just like, okay, how many other people are going through this where there's like self-sabotaging uh, behaviors and the individual blames you? They have to, they take no ownership. It's like, you know, in order for there to be wholeness, there has to be deliverance from the mindset. There has to be deliverance from that, that, that heart set of how you see yourself and uh, how you view others as the enemy because they're doing better than you or they want something different. So they're they're trying to break out of the generational curses in the family and not having nothing, not doing nothing and in things of that nature, all the negativity and they're trying to do something positive. And instead of you jumping on the bandwagon, you that person in the family that's just, oh, well, you know, I ain't going to never do this and this ain't going to happen. Yeah, because guess what? You speak in death. You're assassinating yourself by the words that come out of your mouth. So it's like I, I was just really taken back by that. And that and I just wonder, like, how many other people are dealing with collateral damage? Because, you know, some people are just like, you know, well, why are you airing it out? Why are you vetting out your family, your, your dirty laundry in your family? It's not about vetting out or dirty laundry in your family and things like that. It's the fact that, again, in the black household, we have been taught what that what goes on in this house stays in this house. And I've said it before. What happens when the house is hurting you? What happens when the house is tearing you down? What happens when the house is in shambles and it's just a shell and it's just this make-believe uh, fallacy of, of something that's good and something that's pure when it's toxic, you know? So it's like, you got to, you got to come out of that. It's just like, if you're hurting me, I'm going to say so. If you're offending me, I'm going to say so. If you are uh, abusing and using people and um, mistreating people and being manipulative, then I'm going to say so. And it's just like, it's up to you to 
come out of that and and not want to operate in that. So where do you where do you go with this? So it's like okay, you have to go back to the source. I don't know. Again, it's like you have to go back to the source and you have to say, you know what, Lord. Okay, this is where I'm at. I'm foul. I've been living this type of way. I've been doing this and that in my family. Uh, I've seen myself in the wrong light, and I take it out on other people. And it's like, okay, Lord, this is me. Here is holy. This is where I'm at. Help me. So it starts with opening your mouth and acknowledging and taking ownership of what you've said or done or what you haven't said or done. If because there's instances where people haven't done, haven't stepped up to the plate and done what needs to be done in life, you know, there's a lot of that going around too. So it's like, okay, when when you're doing that, you have to open your mouth and you have to ask God to help you. You have to confess where you are. You can't just slide in God DMs like, you know, Lord, I just wanted you to bless me and I want you to do this and that. No, He wants you to come to Him and be real. Like, hey, you know what? I am totally jacked up. This is what occurred and this is what happened. <laughs> you see me. You know what I am. I'm just admitting what I am because I need help. So help me fix me. So it's one of those things, like I said, to where there is op- there's an, a, a confession of your mouth of, of, of what you what you are. And what you lack. And you allow him to be God and to help you. So there can be healing. Um, So it starts with confession. It starts with asking God to deliver you from yourself. Like Leandria has this song. This is is my exodus. So it's like um, she's confessing that, you know, hey, I I ain't always been great. I ain't always been good. But I'm... I acknowledge that, I accept that, but I also know that there's an opportunity for me to be greater. So I'm going to come out of this on the other side with my hands up and be victorious. And it's like, and when you're going through this and you're dealing with toxic people, it's just like um, they have to want to change. They have to confess what it is that, that who they are and own that. And, you know, they have to be willing to accept God's love and forgiveness of them. They have to be willing to forgive themselves. They have to be willing to ask for forgiveness. So it's all a part of the healing and deliverance. So confession of that, accepting and ownership of it, and and repenting and returning from those behaviors that have been so toxic and, uh, you know, have been destroying people in your path. And then it's, then and in that, there is, you know, uh, you have to be vulnerable. You have to, you really have to be open and willing to accept God's love and forgiveness and want to do better. It's not that you're being perfect. It's not that um, something's going to happen overnight. But if you don't start making steps and strides towards it, you're never going to get any traction. You're never going to get any movement. There's never, ever going to be any growth. And it's going to be the same thing over and over and over again until there's no one left but you that individual standing in the middle of that mess and they're gonna alienate themselves yeah so you know like i said guys it it's about um confessing and accepting um where you've gone wrong you know owning your ish allowing god to help you um that that is the part of being delivered from, uh, you know, the negative, you know, thoughts, desires, and behaviors towards yourselves, towards yourself and others. And then on that part, it's like, um, there is, 
deliverance that supplies you, I mean, that gives you the opportunity to accept God's healing. It's like it, he puts this salve of peace, peace in your heart and in your mind to um, help you heal in those situations and have a better outlook of yourself and your life. And then you learn to develop and do relationships better with him, with yourself and with other individuals. And then uh, there, it, once you take those strides, it, it, it offers another opportunity for you to be whole. If you keep at it, you can be whole, you can be healed, you can be free of the toxicity, you can be free of the war me mentality, you can be free of all of the negativity and the envious and the jealous types of behavior towards people who are doing nothing but trying to help you and show you love. You can be free. But it's, it all starts with the choice to no longer, you know, um make people collateral damage. It all it all starts with the choice to want to have a better life, to have a better outlook on life, to to walk in peace and um to serve and to help others. And then it's like again, I, I always talk about a situation and I try to do my best to uh you know make it in layman's terms and make it, you know, where people can relate and understand. And it's like I, it, it, that's what it really is about. It's about deliverance. It's about being healed. And it's about, you know, taking strides to maintain it so you can be whole. And, um, and when you get that, that, that three part, um, it, what's the word I'm looking for? When you go through all those phases, that's what I'm trying to say. When you go through all those phases of acknowledging and asking God to, to, to help you and deliver you, accepting God's peace as, you know, uh, part of the healing process with yourself and situations and, and develop a new mindset to do things. And you on that journey to wholeness, then you can do what you can help somebody else. Hello. And then maybe this world would literally be a better place. Like the song says for you and me. Okay. So I, I just want you guys to, if you're in a situation where you have family or you have uh, someone that you love and care about and they're toxic and you, uh, as always, pray for them. But again, it takes movement on their behalf. It takes them to acknowledge. It takes them to accept and exchange all those thoughts, desires, and behaviors that are negative and exchange it for God, God's goodness and his grace, his mercy, his forgiveness, and his peace in order for them to be de delivered, healed, and whole. And so as always, I want to encourage you, you know, um, if you're dealing with uh, people who are like that, or if you are the person who's like that, that's listening to this, uh, there is forgiveness. You talk to God, you, like I said, uh, admittance, forgive yourself. And then you need to ask for forgiveness from other people. And even if you're on, you, you are unable to have a conversation with those people because things have lingered and, and gone so far, you do better by the next set of people that you come across. You make strides to treat people better, to honor your commitments and relationships and in your brotherhood, your sisterhood, whatever it is, your marriage, your friendships, whatever it is. And again, it is, it's about being better. It's about being greater. And um, 
I just hope that if you're if you're listening and you just and that you play it back and that it 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 helps you in some way, shape, or form because this situation just had me blowed. Like, man, I was just like, I didn't even do nothing. I'm just like, I I just <laughs> I just happened to be literally <laughs> wrong place, wrong time, wrong phone call, and it just like ricocheted like 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 a bullet and just kind of just pew 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 just ripped through my family and just like just dissension in the ranks and that and that's sad so it's like um praying for forgiveness and and healing and wholeness for everyone involved and it's just like you know sometimes this you have to love people from a distance you know you you pray for them you don't wish them no harm but i mean the band plays on cuz you know i'm just at a point in my life to where i'm just i i just want the to walk in love and peace and forgiveness and i know it may sound like real like um it sound like a dream to some people but that's just where i'm at it's just like i'm 45 soon to be 46 i just don't want all that that going on in my life. I'm just like, I like to stay tucked off in the cut, enjoy life and just do whatever. It's just like, I, I, that's just how I move sometimes. And I mean, I'm good in all sets, but I just like, I, I mainly just like, I just like to laugh, listen to music, have fun, talk, chop it up. And it's just like, it, it just comes a time that I don't know that you just have to, you want to walk in your higher self. I mean, think about all the stuff that we've been through as a nation. I mean, like globally. I mean, there's been so much death. There's been so much violence. There's been so much illness. There's been so much financial fallout and and dissension and politics. There's just so much going on in the world. It's just like, it's enough already. It's just like, I just zone out. I don't turn on the TV. I don't want to see all the negativity. I just get my music. I just talk to God, talk to surround myself with good people and good company, literally like good vibes, be having a good lit time by myself or with my circle. And it's just like, that's where it's at. There's nothing like peace. Peace is priceless, man. So it's like at all costs, peace is to be, you know, cherished. And and you'll learn it as you get, you Go through certain situations and learn how to maneuver and you develop that wisdom. So as always, God bless and be safe.